listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to listen and talk. Be the star you are with the goddess gals, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. We're coming right up right here. Don't go away. Hold up your head, look for the signs. You'll find all you need in the light that shines. Believe in yourself. Did you know that teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors? You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. You get up every morning, put your best foot forward, and listen for the 5 o'clock whistle to blow and sum it all up to all in a day's work. But Michael Curtis has some good news. You don't have to fight your way through the bustling mob for all your hard work to pay off. Consider your options. will help you realize your life's goals while you actually do something you love to do. Discover opportunities that you'll enjoy and set yourself up for predictable and lasting income. Consider your options every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on World Talk Radio Studio A. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Studio A. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to Radio's finest hour of book talk. Star Style B, the star you are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are your goddess gals, and we are thrilled to be your personal growth coaches right here on the airways with you every week. We bring you the authors, the experts, and the professionals that will help you live a more fulfilled life. So get ready to pump your energy. Today's show, we're going to talk about being a millionaire right here in our first segment in T for Two. Then we're going to get a roadmap for graduate study with Donald Martin and finish off on a green note with Kelly LaPlante's sustainable coffee table book called Ecologique. Our purpose in providing you this show is to help you know that you are the writer, producer, director, and, of course, the star of your own life. Heather has our rules for the show. Most definitely. We want you to smile, have fun, and be willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. Yeah, that is taking the risk, because if you don't take a risk, no pain, no gain, you get nowhere. And, of course, we want you to read some books, probably some you haven't heard of before. I have four bestsellers out there, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, The Business is Show Business, and Miracle Moments. You can get autographed copies while making a donation to Be the Star You Are. 
charity, which brings you this radio show, by going to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Our motto is to be a leader, you must be a reader. So sit back and enjoy our presentation. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. If you would like to sponsor a segment of our program, please contact us by calling 877-944-STAR or emailing info at BeTheStarYouAre.org. Get involved with a great organization and you can make a difference. The, uh, the Miracle Moment is from Bernie Siegel, who wrote the foreword on my book. It is, my advice is to live your life. Although that wonderful inner, inner intelligence is to speak right through you, live your life to the fullest. And isn't that exactly what we like to do here, Heather, every single exactly. week? Well, you have heard someone say the following, or maybe these words have even come from your own lips. Ah, uh, you may think I'm rich, but I'm not really. Or, hey, I shop at Walmart. Or, <laughs> you don't get rich by being nice. Or, taxes are for the little people. Or, hey, I don't care about money. Money doesn't buy you happiness. Well, a million dollars may sound like a fortune to most people, and folks with a million dollars in cash are richer than 90% of every U.S. household. However, the millionaire club is not so exclusive anymore. Over 10 million households have a net worth over a million dollars, and that is excluding their home equity, which is more than double the number in 2002. So millionaires are definitely on the rise. And a recent research project by Fidelity Investments found that only 8% of the population think that they're rich, while over 19% of those millionaires say that they are not rich at all. So what's going on? No matter who you are, we all have the same worries, health care, retirement, sustaining a lifestyle, and of now, as we notice in the news every day, bank failures, investment failures, all kinds of embezzlement. Thirty years ago, a million dollars was a lot of money. Today, you need $3.6 million to have the same bowing power. So you want to be a millionaire? Yes. Heather, how are we going to become one? Exactly. And as you were just saying, um, you know, because of all the informa- uh, information, inflation that's been going on in our country, a millionaire today isn't as impressive as it was back then. For instance, in 1980, if you still had that million dollars, if you no know more came or went from it, you'd only have, you know, with all the 1.9. You know how sometimes people say, uh, you know, if you had a million dollars in the 50s, you know, in today's time that would have been a billion dollar, you know, or something. But if in 1980 you were a millionaire, um, today you would just be a million point one nine year. Um, it hasn't really grown that nothing, much. Then. Especially, you know, that you know, as when you used to travel, every country wanted American money. It was always so great. And now that's kind of a black curse is that, you know, we always joke about how we, we wish we were getting Euros or something. And Americans are upset with becoming rich, becoming millionaires. And it's just, you know, if you go on uh, Amazon.com, you'll find actually over 1,300 books with the word millionaire in the title. Is that right? 1,300 of it? Exact, oh, my goodness. 1,370 to be exact at the recent county. Um, and if you look at some of the most popular television shows over the last few years is Survivor. They get a million-dollar prize. Who wants to be a millionaire? Joe Millionaire. 
Deal or no deal, the top prize is a million-dollar prize. And speaking of deal or no deal, Heather has spent five days on deal or no deal. She can't re- reveal anything that happened. I, but you just have to watch for exactly. it. Exactly. And some exciting news. On, right, right, Heather? Before, right before we did the show today, I actually, as I was getting ready, uh, the TV Guide channel was doing a behind-the-scenes at Deal or No Deal, and I saw clips of me, and oh, I was, it was really wow. exciting. <laughs> well, you better have that VCR, that DVD on the whole, all the time now. Exactly, exactly. But as I was saying, you know, and also, you know, with the lotteries, that's another, you know, a, the American dream with that, but how many lotteries have a $1 million prize, and how many people actually get it? And the question is, how hard is it to become a millionaire? just through saving and investing. So let's start with it. So what it takes to become a millionaire. And it may, you know, it may not actually be as hard as you think. Um, so let's take, for example, let's say a 30-year-old uh, male, female, doesn't really matter, making $50,000 a year. Now, for me right now, that sounds a lot. But in American society, 50000 that you're just, a, you know, you're just cutting it. You're able, you're living comfortably, but you're not living cushy. There's nothing extravagant going on. But let's say you have a good job, 50000 a year, plus a 3% raise um, each year, and, and that you also save 10% of your income with a 10% return. Um, yeah, but try to get 10% right now. Yeah, oh, my goodness. I mean, it, everything is going under, and, it seems. If you're watching the stocks, it's like, oh, and freak out, freak out. And it was actually amazing, um, you know, with all the election and stuff coming up right now, how it used to be so, you know, as we have talked in uh, other t for twos about 9-11, you know, how the, about foreign policies, and now it's really the economy. Just earlier today, uh, when I was getting ready at the gym, and they have TVs in there, and they always have CNN on because, you know, no one can really complain about that news. And, of course, there's always people talking. No one's ever really watching the TV. And uh, there were some women talking, saying something about the economy, and they realized, oh, it's on TV right now. There was about 20 women in there all just sitting in silence of, you know, in so worry. And one of them, after when it went to commercial break, was saying, oh, you know, um, if we have something that, you know, we have – Three, if in three months we don't, we're not able to pay this certain loan that the bank could take my house. And, you know, that's a big issue today, um, especially, you know, that in this recent year, so many people took out all the American dream of owning a house and took out all these big, these giant loans of credit. And it. there were all these bad loans out there that people didn't qualify for, but they got them, and now they've lost their investment and their houses. Mm-hmm. It's just horrible. And, and so other things about, you know, well, trying to plan, let's try to get you on that million-dollar scheme. So what role does income play in your thing? But surprisingly, income is not as a big factor as you think it is. So just using the same assumptions, um, you know, if, let's just say, but making $100,000 a year. And as we're saying, you know, this sounds really great, especially for to me, but in today's society, you know, 50000 is barely, 100000 that's good, but it's not great that a million dollars almost is kind of just a, a set now. You know? So, But a person that would become a millionaire at age 53 instead of 59, how could that be? The main factor um, was in something Einstein had actually created. And it was the eighth wonder of the world, and it was the power of compounding interest. And so, you know, playing catch up with your money all over the years, um, something big about, you know, for your retirement, as, as something I know is that I've always, when I get my paychecks, 
it says about Social Security being taken out. And I've actually heard the rumor that by the time my generation gets up, the, you know, is going to go check in those Social Security checks, there actually isn't going to be any Social Security left because we are in such a huge deficit. Our, our country is in such well, a Well, so the bottom line is you really have to start making it now. And one of the things that I saw, Heather, when I was doing this research on this show, and I found that this was really interesting, is that 50% of all millionaires today got that way by starting and running their own businesses. They were not working for somebody else. Wow. So I thought that was interesting. Also, what I read is that millionaires are pretty frugal. These are some traits. Only 3% of people inherited their wealth. And most people who are millionaires are careful of their credit card debt and their, their debt in general, and they avoid high interest rates when they're taking out a loan. And this, I thought, was very interesting because I always think of people that are really going for the money of not being high, having family as a priority. But spending time with family was a number one priority with only 12 percent, uh, and this is a study by Fidelity Investments, 12 percent of the millionaires wanted to be remembered for their business acumen, but the rest wanted to be remembered for being good family uh, people. <laughs> and also... You know that when I started at the show and I said, a lot of people say, oh, the, the wealthy don't pay taxes. Well, that is, a, that is truly a lie. Millionaires do pay taxes. In fact, uh, last year, of the 1% paid, there were, only, there were 1% of, of uh, the wealthy, right? So they paid 40% of all the federal income tax collected. Wow. So 1% of it's, the population. I, 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 think it's, I think it's the, why, the, the business savvy people because I think what um, the smaller people might, why, why that uh, the rich don't pay taxes kind of thing might come from is for tax write-offs. Is that uh, most often right. people they that are... They write off a lot of stuff. Yeah, if you're very, you know, most often if you have your own business or if business savviness has gotten you to the point of having that money, uh, I think you're really going to try to work that tax system and try to get how much of your spending was work related. You know, that trip to France was to make a deal, you know, to show your product to someone else. Yes, exactly. You happen exactly. to have, get a tan. And, and, nice and you know, the other thing about it is, oh, I don't want to be rich because rich people aren't happy. Well, this same study that I was reading is that rich people really are happier. <laughs> and, and it's because the freedom that the money brings, rates of depression are lower with millionaires than any other group of people. And think about that. I mean, if you really have to worry about money all the time, you're more depressed than if you don't have to worry about money. If I have the choice of being unhealthy and being poor and unhealthy and being rich, I'd rather be rich rich and be unhealthy because at least I can try to hire all the best doctors. But if if you don't have any money and you're in poor health, you really are having some problems there. (laughs) And one other thing that I thought was interesting is grades in school really didn't matter. The average GP PA of um, of millionaires is 2.9, which is what a C plus, B minus. Yeah, right. The average uh, SAT was 1190, which is not exactly Harvard material. So there's still hope for all of us to cash There is hope for all of us. <laughs> and the bottom line was, is people who really felt rich, that they were asked, what was their magic number? What was the number that made them feel the richest? And do you know what that was? Twenty-three million dollars. Wow. <laughs> so, let's hope. 
I we wish that for everyone out there that you will invest and you will be fine and that you will hit that twenty three million dollars. Of course, it may take a few years, and by then it may not be worth as much, right? <laughs> exactly. And well, we have the website, Heather. Most definitely, we want you to buy some clutches, help help boost that economy, buy some books, donate to the charity. Go to be the star be the star you are dot org or uh, myspace dot com forward slash harmony clutches. That's right. Remember the the write offs to the charity. Those are all tax deductible. So talking about eliminating your tax yeah. donations to charities because they're out there really struggling, especially in this economy. Well, great show. We'll be back in a minute, and we're going to have a roadmap for graduate study. So you really want to stay tuned. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, and this is Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right back. On the silver screen, singing lovely songs of love. It's all I ever dreamed of. This business of show business is no stroll in the park. This business like no business can hold. 